Alrighty, a quick little preview here from the Creedcast. It's um, uh, early morning on game day here, so uh, the next, in the future, preview pods will come out a bit, you know, a couple of days before the game, um, just with the other podcasts I did this week, and the fact that I don't think I've been, I've barely seen my house this week. Um, this is the only chance I've actually had to sit down and do a quick preview. But um, yeah, it, it's going to be a quick one. Um, but it does seem serendipitous that... Uh, I'm doing this preview now with a lot more um, of a of a good idea of kind of how I want to do this preview because I think I want it to be more of a call to arms kind of thing because I didn't there's you know we don't we've seen our we've seen our preseason and I've talked about that in previous pods about um, and I've talked about the squad expectations so all that kind of stuff is already being talked about and talking about a preview for the first round one matchup against a side that uh, you know we're all expecting to beat. Um, I was trying to work out how I'd go into that, and um, then we, we saw the results from yesterday. Um, we see um, our crosstown rival um, go, you know, at, with the home game, and uh, with you know, and I'm going to be objective when I can be on the spot. I'll give the crow shit every chance I can, but it was a really impressive win um, to go into with the kind of year they had last year, and then all the pressure that's on them this year. Um, you know, there's a, the, there's expectations from their fan base, and then there's the expectations from the media that they're going to be crap, and um, and there's a lot, lot of lot going on there. And then they come out and and show that um, if you play f- footy with some enthusiasm and some um, hard at the ball attitude, and you can you can make up for a lot of um, you know on paper deficiencies with a good performance, with some good heart, and you know and and they, and, and withstand the charge that was going to come from a more experienced team because they put so much pressure on them in the first half with what they are able to do both um pressure around the ball and then they they converted that into scoreboards scoreboard pressure as well which um in the end was telling because they uh, were able to withstand the charge and still win by a couple of goals um and we saw sydney do the same thing brisbane i haven't actually um watched the sydney and brisbane highlights yet i'm going to try and do a podcast each week where we kind of run through it like um watch the i think ko are going to do minis of games which would be fucking helpful because i don't want to sit down and watch the entire re- replay of other games because i simply just do not have the time for that but watching minis and kind of get an idea of what the opposition is doing as well so i will catch up on that at some point for the 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 wrap on the rest of the league podcast um this week but um yeah we've seen you know just looking at the score line sydney Battered Brisbane, I think it was up in Brisbane as well. Um, so we've got two results from last year, uh, from yesterday, uh, with teams from last year that were in the bottom four um, getting a win, and even Hawthorne getting a win last night against Essendon, who were not um, as prestigious opposition as obviously uh, Brisbane and Geelong were um, on paper, but you know still Hawthorne were a bottom a bottom side, and they get get a big win, and Sydney get a huge win, and the Crows get a huge huge win because they're playing one of last year's grand finalists and a team that. Um, a lot of people have been tipping as a as a grand finalist this year, or a premiership winner this year. You know, some people pick, picking Danger for the Brownlow, and you know Hawkins or Cameron for the, the Coleman, and you know, it's just there are a lot of people who've got Geelong in their thoughts for the end of season kind of awards, and then they've got the Crows in their thoughts the the other end of the table end of season awards. So um, for them to come out and get a win like that, uh, really impressive. Um, and you know maybe you've got to immediately start asking questions about Geelong, and they're gonna have to show some fight next week and and see where like to show us where you know a lot of people think like I said they're an end of season fancy. So 
where are they actually at? Um, you know, I think Jeremy Cameron's out for a few weeks. Um, big star recruit, and they're they're an aging list as far as their their core goes. So it's an interesting one where they're at, and then the, the Crows are a young side and um and got a huge scalp, and um that's going to be a you know, a, a, the kind of win that can set up a season to be a lot better than what you'd expect. And, you know, the Crows have got some good players in there. And if they actually do perform to that level, at least um, the pressure and heart that they showed, then they might be a bit better this year than a lot of people are expecting. And I've spent the first five minutes talking about games that don't involve Port. But the reason I talk about these games um, and the Sydney one as well, because Brisbane, again, young list and, you know, they're, they're um, big, big forward recruit coming in. Cam Rayner um, going down was tragic. Um, as far as the season, you know, as an, just an you know, AFL fan that loves seeing good players playing good footy, you know, we want to, if we get to the end of the season, we want to be the best and not have those things be a part of it. But, you know, that that, that is also footy, but Brisbane would still be expected to be at the top of the end of the table, Cam Rainer or not. Um, they've, you know, suffered a, that's a big defeat, that one too. The reason I talk about all this um, with kind of a call to arms and mentality with Port Adelaide is because we can't let ourselves fall into the same trap. Now, I've already seen this morning people talking about, no, there has not been a round of footy since, oh God, decades ago that the bottom four teams have all won their first game of the season against, you know, the obviously better opposition from the previous year. So, um, whereas now we've seen three of the bottom four from last year have won their first opening game and that last one that the people are all waiting wait on now for that little that little stat is the Kangaroos versus Port Adelaide game today at 12.40 Alberton Standard Time. So, this is why this podcast kind of, you know, it, it, the fog went away in my mind last night as these results were dropping. I said, I know exactly what I can do it. A good little, just a 20-minute bit, um... Something to listen to and think about in the morning. And, you know, the, the five of you that listened to this before the game, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> um, it is it is something that we have to... Football is a sport, and like any sport, um, a lot of talk and media and stuff is said on paper or, um, I guess, on the on the device, smartphone device in your hands that is, does the does the work of what paper did you know decades ago and then you know newspapers and everything there's a lot of talk on paper there's a lot of premierships one on paper there are a lot of games one on paper there are a lot of brownlows one on paper there are a lot of there are a lot of strategies that um, work on paper and there's a lot of um, ideas that just make sense on paper but then you, teams cross that white line and they get onto the field and then suddenly the paper goes away and it's 18 versus 18 and shit happens and it's good shit if you're um say if you're a crows fan from yesterday and it's bad shit if you're a geelong fan that was expecting an easy win to kick off the season as you as you read the papers and see that you're a premiership fancy and think oh well crows won get that one out of the way one and oh probably could be you know again on paper a, a, a six to ten goal six to ten goal win um so yeah what what happened there on paper it looked good but on the field, it everything changes, and um, so that's kind of where I'm at with you know Port and the Kangaroo. Look, and you know this is this is not me saying that I expect. I Port Adelaide is different, and our club is different, and that's you know something that we at the Creed 
want to um, extol as we as we move forward with this project and um, part of our, our kind of mission statement that we've we're forming and it's it's only about about us on our website anyway is that we want part of what we're going to do is extol the virtues and the and the pride and the and the love for Port Adelaide, the city, and Port Adelaide, the club, and then we we believe in the exceptional exceptionalism of the club and the city, and kind of the special nature that that provides. Both you know, city um, has a special quality to it, as well as Port Adelaide and, and the surrounds, and and the club feeds off of that special quality, and I think that's what makes the fabric of the club so unique. And at times like this when we have a, a list that is primed for uh, something great, we can draw on that to find that extra little bit to get us across the line. Now, it didn't quite work last year, but we were building, and this year we are at the point where the list is primed and ready to go, and, you know, we've got a... Yeah, I'll get to the... I'll get to the, the named squad in a little in a little bit, just um, as a brief at the end. Uh, we all know who's been named and everyone's got their thoughts. So, um, but the the important part of it is is that this club is special and unique. But we can still only draw on that so much, and we still got to cross that line and do the job. Now, I believe that this club is in a different position than, you know, Geelong have come off a grand final defeat, and there there's a lot of expectation there, and that expectation has been there for um, consistently for really the last 15 years, you know, since they won um, in that year, um, 2007, and we won't speak of anything about that again, but since they won then, and then they won another one in 2011, and then there's been, their list has constantly been kind of thereabouts that they want, they think that they can get to that grand final precipice, and then they bring in Dangerfield, and so there's been an expectation, it's almost like that weight is starting to, it looked heavy yesterday on them, um, particularly when things started going bad straight away, it was just like you could see, uh, the flat-footedness was because there was a, a reactionary, a reactionary quality to their play that they were trying to react to the, to what was on paper and what were, and and they didn't understand what was going on on the field. It didn't match up with what was going on, and it, it's a great kind of, as you know, parallel with my expectations versus reality <laughs> podcast the other day. Whereas um, the expectations versus reality Geelong yesterday very much was the five hundred days of summer expectations versus reality. It was very different. Um, so what we need to do is, um, but the thing that's different with Port Adelaide is one, um, we are building and two, we are Port Adelaide. So there's a very, there's a very distinct difference there anyway, because, um, as a club, I think the the foundation and mentality that Hinkley and the, and the leadership group and the veterans, uh, that have, uh, have let filtered down and then you see it in the Desmas and your, and your wines and all that, there's a hardy steel, there's a hard steeliness to them. That was really evident in the um, in the preseason games that they wanted to make a statement there, even though it's preseason. And this is the game that actually is actually going to matter as far as a statement to start the season. But there was a they looked primed and ready to go, and like they wanted they want to play footy and they want to play brave, attacking, free flowing footy, and 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 that kind of that bold game style that we saw last year. That you know it, it, when it works, it's wonderful, and when it doesn't work, you know things can but. The game style is that we just keep going with that, and there'll always be chances. And I think what we saw from um, from Geelong yesterday was like a, just a very reactionary. I just don't think we won't see that from Port. But the call to arms is make sure that we don't see that. We don't want to see a team come out because there's um, there's a very good chance that the Kangaroos do come out today. With the, they've there's a lot of talk um, in the media. 
lately about them. Well, uh, last year it was you know they're terrible, they're terrible, they're terrible. Wooden spooners, they're gonna they're battling with the crows with a wooden spoon. Then this year, the talk going into this year is who is, and and it's a two horse race at the moment. Um, well, going into the season, it was a two horse race. Some were picking crows, some were pe- picking kangaroos. I think more were probably picking the kangaroos to be fair because they seem to be really bottoming out before they you know head back up. Whereas there was some good signs from the crows towards the back end of the last year that the kind of performance that happened yesterday was possible. Um, but the kangaroos, in their first game of the season, they're gonna there's going to be some out there that will be looking. They're, they're playing for some are playing for careers or next contracts or or just to prove uh, you know prove that they're not the some of the parts that they that ever the media is writing. I mean, again, they want to prove that across that white line, it's different than what it is on paper. Um, and so we've 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 got to go into this game one knowing that um, our best footy is no matter what is going to beat the kangaroos on this day but two that we need to bring that best footy and that the kangaroo the pressure could be quite high and they will be and the kangaroos will look at the results from yesterday and go look that's what uh, I, I would be you know very surprised if the coach wasn't grabbing you know the results from yesterday and saying look look this is what can happen if you you know, step up to the mark and 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 go above and beyond the expectations of you. This is what can happen. This is the result we can get. And so, that's the thing that we have to look at is that there is a team there that um, knows that the expectations on them are very low. And what what do you do when the expectations on you are that low? You try to fight back against them. And sometimes in the dog days of the season, when you after those first few rounds and it starts getting into the battle of attrition, that's when these kind of teams, if they if they really are struggling, that's when those big results start happening. And, and it can happen at the start of the season too. But we've got to make that happen. It's gonna they're going they're going to be it's the first game of the season. They're going to be fit and raring to go. They won't be any fitter than they have been today, um, in in re- in theory. Um, so we need to make sure that we go out there and, and, and look at yesterday's results with um, a real eye to making sure that doesn't happen. Because you look at the results and you see the pressure ratings from, um, you know, I, I, the pressure rating thing is an interesting one to me. I don't know, actually, <laughs> but it is an interesting one to look at when they when they bring it, when you're watching the game and you see one team exerting a, a great deal more pressure and then they put up that, that rating. Um, it does generally match up to how you've been envisioning the game, um, which, you know, it's... it's Stats like that are just what they are. There's, you know, you can put a stat on anything and and make it look good, but that's the kind of thing we've got to look at today too. Is that um, whatever the pressure of the kangaroos is at the, any given time that we're matching that, and then and then and then rolling over the top of them, um, and I think with the with the list we've got out there that that will be very. I think we're very deep. So there's there's players that have um, been dropped this week, um, or left out. Like I don't dropped is um you know. When you're when you're a team in such our position that we are, uh, it's actually hard. It's it's probably a bit disingenuous to say dropped. Um, and obviously the big name. Um, I'll just get in maybe the last five ten minutes here. I'll just get into a bit of just talking about the game now that I've kind of done my call to arms and and making sure that we're we're all on point about the, what could happen if if we do the wrong thing. But that's not going to happen. We're fine. Um, but yeah. It, our squad is quite deep at the moment, so saying a player has been dropped is probably a bit disingenuous because they just haven't been, they haven't quite made the squad. Um, so Rockcliffe is the big one this week. Um, who you know he's he's had his times in and out of the squad over the last few years, but you know the back end of last year is really integral to the run, the the kind of grunt and and 
ability we had to get very close to um, getting to a grand final and possibly winning one, and he would have been, you know, in that squad. But this this week we've got Willem Drew coming back, um, who's very highly rated, and I know the few games he's played, he's looked really good, and and Hinkley rates him incredibly highly, and he's he's had some injury niggles over the last past couple of years, and then obviously didn't get much time in the last year because the, the the Sandful side being uh, nixed uh, with with COVID and all that, but he's he's impressed in preseason is back in um as well as you know we've got sam power pepper on the sidelines and we continue to continue to uh, wish him well and his uh, in his search for just a, like, a little bit more um centered um for his uh, for his mind and mental health um so you know he's on the sidelines for that reason and um so there, there's opportunities here at the moment for some of these guys coming into the squad the same with um you know hartlett hartlett there's still just you know, only just coming back from a hamstring strain, I think it is. So I think he possibly could have been okay, but it seems like they just they're going with Bergman. Miles um, Bergman is making his debut, which is wonderful as well because he's highly rated and looked really impressive in those preseason games. Um, looks kind of just his demeanor on the field. He, he's again, I was talking about reactionary footy earlier with Geelong and like Bergman's. Um, what I like about him and so many of them and everyone that was playing in those preseason games was very much they they were making they were dictating the footy rather than letting the footy dictate them, um, and so that's a really good sign with Bergman coming in. Um, he looks like he's got a, a, a vet, vet, there's a veteran mind there already um, to how he attacks the footy, which is good, and 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 his hands were very clean and his footwork. So I'm really excited to see how he looks in his first you know proper AFL game. And and William Drew's William Drew's the same. You know he's played a few games already, but. Um, yeah, just they, they look primed and ready to attack the moment and make and make the selectors really work when some of these guys start coming back because it will be hard if, if we get off to a flying start, which we, we expect to, um, with a with a good win against um, you know kangaroos here and then we'll go into next week and Essendon. Um, if these guys are if these guys are cementing their spots and then you start having you know you've got Rockliffe. Um, Sitting there in the wings, and then Pal Pepper comes back, and 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 Hartlett's fit, and you know, look at some of these guys like Hartlett and Rockliffe are on the you know the other side of thirty, so it's um those are the guys that will find it harder and harder. But they're they're still at their age and their ability levels are actually still quite elite and would walk into any other side. So um, this is the unique position we're in, and why we need to make sure that you know the results like the Geelong one yesterday and the you know. Brisbane one don't happen for us because we are in such a wonderful position. You know, guys like Rockliffe being left out of the side because of how deep we are, and the young, the young blood that's coming through the wings. We need to make sure that they take their opportunities and and make the selectors really work throughout the season. You know, injuries are going to happen, and we're going to have you know some of these guys going to get get opportunities because injuries have happened. But um, it is a wonderfully unique position to be in and we hope that the the selectors are continuing to work have to work their butts off um and i know they do um but you know i just mean it in the sense of you know make sure everyone is primed and ready to go and the selectors are really working working hard every week and ha- having to make those those hard decisions and hinkley's having to sit down and say look sorry mate you um, we're leaving you out this week because we've got this and 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 there's so many there's just a wealth of wealth of talent there and we're we're trying to you know situationally maybe one week you know maybe you know fast track slow track um we're trying to contend with this team and 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 their playing style all these kind of thing factors will come into it as well but um yeah it is a wonderfully unique position to be in and and this week it's it's going to be really nice to see um a couple of these young guys get a go it's one of the the kind of staples of Hingley's time and his leadership is that he if a, if he thinks a young guy's ready he gets it he gets them in there and that's been 
such a benefit to us over the years too. Like back in um, when in his, when he first got in, you know, he blooded Wingard, and I know he's not here anymore, but Wines and any of the other young boys coming through. And then in the last few years, we've had Rosie, you know, the tr- the trio always going here. Rosie does and butters, um, and and the, and there's yeah. Now he's doing it again, and and then we've got Aaliyah coming in, and 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 Fantasia as well, and you know some there's some four four um, four players playing this week that you know didn't see anything in Port Colors last year, and that's uh, really wonderful um, to see, um, and especially building off of last year and where we were, you know, it'd be very easy to you know just roll out the same lineup, um, you know, retirements aside, um, and just and think and go for the and get better, but I think and I think it's um, bold from Hinckley and I, and I respect the the choice to look at last year and you know a lot of coaches go oh Rockcliffe was a part of that end, end of the season we should don't don't t- tinker with it too much but Hinckley's gone no Drew's earned his chance and Rockcliffe is first out and um, unfortunately that's just the way it goes and and he's and he's he's planting his he's planting his stake in the ground to continually build this squad whilst also you know obviously having them right in the middle of a premiership window so yeah really a lot of respect for that decision um and we'll see how it goes today. Um, I expect nothing but um, a good, comfortable win. Um, but again, you know, and this is the thing. I just to wrap it up. I I do expect us to have far too much for you know, North Melbourne. We've had a had an interesting off season as well. Um, offloading the one of the better forwards, you know, one of the best forwards from the competition over the past few years. Apart, from, you know, last year was what it was. But you know, sixty goals a season a couple of years ago, and you know, but he's been rounds off and. Um, you know they've had a tumultuous off season as far as you know coaching changes and a, and a lot of a lot of guys in and out and and a lot of talk as I said and and but the guys that are there are still eighteen are still eighteen versus eighteen and um, as we saw yesterday if the eighteen players that aren't expected to do anything this year um, have a chip on their shoulder and utilize that the right way um, things can happen so um, it'll be interesting to see what the the pressure's like early and um, how we start the game I, I, I want to see us dictate the game early and and put the pressure on them don't don't come out and tr- try to build into the game it'd be good to you know get off to an early start and get a get a couple of goals on the board early and just and keep the scoreboard pressure rolling from there and just and kind of and kind of make the kangaroos wilt rather than give them the chance that you know you, you know Geelong yesterday again the, they're the example from what I'm what this kind of the rounded topic of this podcast is is to not let that happen as you know Geelong did come out um expecting the game to come to them and you can it's always a it's a very dangerous way to start a game um so what we need to do in today is um let the game come uh, not let the game come to us go and take the game make the game a Port Adelaide game um and I think that's what's good with the the youth and the date debutants we've got coming into the side there's going to be a lot of guys out there wanting to prove their spot and then the guys that are in the side that haven't you know aren't debuting or coming into the squad they've got to work to keep their spot too because there's all these there's a few more waiting on the wings too you know you got Lockie Jones who's an injury niggle from the other night apparently but hopefully he's he's okay but you know he's you know we 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 all love what Lockie Jones looks like he's going to bring to the side so we're going to want to see him in at some point um so he's out there and then um you know you got Georgiades as well and then and then again you know Rockliffe out there and it's just a lot of Pal Pepper when he comes back. there's so many guys that are going to be waiting in the wings for their chance if it comes um so we've got to make the, the guys that are out there there's a lot of you know there's a hunger to obviously win the game for the Port Adelaide what what our mission as a squad is, and that's what and Hinkley keeps stressing squad, 
But um, yeah, no, the players out there, it's it's a good good place to be, is because we everyone's got to, you know, be playing well to you know <laughs> to keep their spot really. Um, so you know, for the debutants, um, you know, really wishing them well and um, Bergman in his first AFL game, um, of any type. So you know, wishing him well in his first first um, AFL appearance, and then you know, Alir, Alir, he looks, he looked um, primed and ready to go in the preseason, and Fantasia was. Um, Bobbing up with um, lots of uh, Fantasia esque uh, moments in the preseason, and he looks he looks raring to go and, and looking like he's ready to um, recapture that form from a few years ago. And so we're in, we're in a good spot, and um, yeah, really excited to see how we how we how we attack the footy today. I think, but yeah, I think we'll be looking at a my kind of where I think we should end up today is um, we want to be winning by I think you know with all the what we've seen over the last couple of days, um, you know, the, the footy has changed. The, the new rule changes have kind of changed the way the game flows, and it has been there has been some entertaining games to watch. Um, so, with that in mind, I'm I'm trying to temper my expectations as far as big what a big win and looks like at the moment because we have as well as seeing the upset results we've seen this week. Um, so, um, I would like to see us if if we are as good and we look we we we're winning comfortably in preseason as well. So I'm I'm thinking. You know, my my expectation is um, a six goal win, at least I think is what we should be looking for. If um out if we play the Port Adelaide brand of footy that that, that was at the very best um, both last year, as, as well as the what what's looked like um, we have the ability to in preseason. Um, but you know, let's just get four points on the board. Um, and try to and and use the opportunity if it is there. Um, if the kangaroos are indeed the side that has been predicted. Um. Use the opportunity to um, build a bit of a percentage, but also do not go into the game expecting it to be won before it's played. Um, the, the the central theme I started with was, um, you know, paper on on paper doesn't win games. You know, once you cross that white line, there's still a job to do. And um, I implore everyone to. Um, I think a lot of people saw that yesterday and really and and really you know stood up and took note about what was going on yesterday with the results and how, how how important it is to actually not not let the not let the paper writing um dictate what you think will happen once you get out there because then that that's fraught with danger but um if we go out there and actually win the game and and recognize that nothing nothing that is nothing is set in stone until you actually do the job and 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 fulfill the destiny um and this is the first step on uh, towards fulfilling the destiny that we all believe we have um, with this club and this special list we've got at the moment so yeah I think um, I don't know if I'm going to do. Pre- I guess I, I guess preview pod. I should just do a prediction. So I guess yeah, Port by um, you know I expect six goals, but I'm saying I'll say Port by um, yeah fifty four. We'll, we'll go with that. Get positive. Think about it to, about a ten goal win and um, and and make it so manifest that into destiny. But yeah, round one. Let's go, Port Adelaide. Go out and do your job. We are a great side. We've got a great list. We're going on to great things. Round one is the start of it, so we're going. We're going to win this one. All that stuff that happened yesterday, that's not, that doesn't affect us because we're a different club. We're special. We've got something that no one else has. That's the Port Adelaide Football Club, the Port Adelaide people, and the Port Adelaide culture. Let's go. Let's get a win. Round one. Let's go. Can't Port.